High Expectations! Welcome to High Expectations. I'm Jaslyn. I'm Ellen. I'm Emily. <laughs> <laughs> We've just come from a lovely brunch. Well, we had some mimosas. Yeah, so we're a little bit tipsy. Trolled. A little bit, a little bit trolled. And <laughs> this is going to be fun. So we've got some listener emails. We've got some listener emails. It's about time we cleared out the old mailbox. when it's like you've got mail do you remember when they used to get did anyone else watch Blue's Clues I don't see Blue's Clues oh it's I like have... you've got mail How, what was the happening you've got mail mailbox mailbox I don't know oh man it's probably good that we've forgotten because yeah. it's not really useful information to remember no you've got yeah. it was like something like you've got mail you've got mail you've got mail mail open me wide put your hand in side Jiggle it around, not like that, I don't like that, ouch, do that thing I like, that's right, take the mail out, who's it from? Oh, it's just your mum, you're lame. (laughs) (laughs) That's it, that's it, yeah. Yeah. That's why I always get my mail and I'm like, oh cool, it's from the bank. I just bought my Etsy packages, goddammit, I've bought so many pins recently. What have you bought? I've bought a Flanders pin. I've bought two avocado halves that you can wear on either side of your shirt collar. And um, Kathy got in on that, and then she got two little milk cartons you can wear on either side of your collar. Okay. And I've got a tooth, and it's, like, covered in icing and sprinkling sprinkles because it's a sweet tooth because I'm notorious for loving sweet things. And you're a sweetheart. And I'm a sweetheart. Aww. Don't need any sugar. You're sweet enough already. I'm sorry, but I have to um, actually you. Yeah. I believe you find that avocado is, is pronounced avacado. Avacado. <laughs> Every single time. I'm really sorry. It's actually pronounced avacado. <laughs> Origins of the world, word would suggest. You have to pronounce it all of the syllables out in a really weird way. <laughs> the story behind that is that I was at a cafe once and I was eating nachos and they had guacamole on them. Or gua- guacamole. Guacamole. Guacamole, yeah. Somebody came along and they said, oh, look, you've got some nachos with that stuff on it that um, I can't say that that green stuff is. It's like, what do you mean you can't say what the green stuff is? And she's like, well, whenever I try to pronounce it, I pronounce it avacado. I can't pronounce it like avocado. And then that just stuck with me for the rest of my life. And every time I get an avocado, I call it an avacado. And everyone has a laugh about it. And we have a running joke that it's actually pronounced avacado. That we could have a band and call ourselves avocado, but then correct everyone when they say it in interviews and say, actually, it's avacado. Um, actually. Um, actually. Um, actually. That could be our theme song. Theme song for listening now. Um, actually. We've got some mail. Um, actually, the Twitter comment. what's our gmail address it's high expectations podcast at gmail.com right send us emails lengthy ones speaking of emails we do have an email okay this is from sharon and she writes to us about gilmore hi sharon hi sharon i'm waving you can't see it but i'm waving she says hello i listened to your gilmore girls podcast on the way home last night 
and then had a discussion with her husband Gerard about it. We both agree all of Rory's boyfriends are awful. Yes. But Dean is the worst. Yes. And sorry, we are Team Jess. <gasps> I think Logan brings out the worst in her, and I hate his stupid life and Death Brigade friends. I love Chuck Bass, though. Haha, <laughs> Sharon. Sharon's email scares me to begin with because I'm like, where's this going to go? Like, oh no, you guys got Gilmore Girls completely wrong. But then she's just like, I'm team Jess. And I'm like, yes, Jess fan mail. She's totally on board with your viewpoint. The more people I speak to, the more people are with me on the Jess. It's interesting to hear if people are team Lorelai or team Rory though. That's also a thing. I was really surprised how passionate team Logan are people online. Oh yeah, There's all this like propaganda about why like why Logan is the best, and is there I agree with pieces? it. One hundred percent. Yeah, there's think pieces. Yeah, and how people are like, well, Logan is meant to be the Christopher. Yeah, but there's a bigger theory that Logan is meant to be the Richard Gilmore. Yes, right. Yeah, carry on, elaborate. Because Logan is already engaged to somebody, but he loves Rory, mm. and is rich. And the same thing with Richard and Emily, where Richard was rich what? and was engaged to somebody else, but he really wanted to be with Emily, and they got together. And so the, the real full circle is that it's Rory and Logan are like Richard and Emily, not Lorelai and Christopher. Right, yeah. It's an interesting fan theory. Speaking of Gilmore Girls fan, fan theories, I'm already drunk, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, have you read the fan theory that Rory is, has written the original Gilmore Girls series? Because in the revival, she's writing a book about her and her mum's life called Gilmore Girls. And in the original, yeah, it's going to be all about the original story. But the theory is that the original Gilmore Girls that we watched and loved is actually Gilmore Girls seen through Rory's eyes and Rory's biases on it all. And so she doesn't right. actually have this amazing friendship with her mum. That's just the way that she spun it. And in reality, the reality of Gilmore Girls, her relationship is more akin to the relationship she has with her mum in the revival, which is quite strange. Yeah, there is a different vibe. It is, yeah, make, which makes sense because time yeah. has passed. Yeah. But that's that's one of the fan theories, which I thought was like interesting that you got there. We did never talk about the Gilmore Girls revival. Yeah, because we were worried about spoilers. Yeah, we're, we're going to come back to it. What I realised in retrospect is that no one has watched the original Gilmore Girls, and yeah. that's my main message to everyone listening today. If you haven't watched Gilmore Girls, pause us for now. Watch. All of the Gilmore Girls from seasons 1 till 7. Don't sleep. Don't go to work. Don't eat. No, you can eat. You can go to the toilet. That's ridiculous. But don't sleep. Don't go to work. Finish all of the episodes. Then unpause us and come back to us. Because what are you doing with your life? There are two... Who, what are two of the greatest TV shows of all time? Gilmore Girls and Twin Peaks. Gilmore Girls and Twin Peaks. Have you watched Gilmore Girls and Twin Peaks? I've watched Gilmore Girls, but I haven't watched Twin Peaks. Okay, Twin Peaks is also something to check out. Okay, Because it's on. one of the greatest TV shows of all time. I was actually thinking we could make like a Twin Peaks themed podcast, but I'd have to rewatch, and it's a bit too much for me. Why Twin is Peaks that? is very dear to my heart. Why is Twin Peaks so good? Because Twin Peaks is, it's really fucking weird. It's just a show where it doesn't make any sense, and things happen that are just really imaginative and beyond what you're expecting. It's really, it's really before its time in that. It's quite surreal. 
and the things that happen. I don't know. I just think it's fun and funny because it's so ridiculous, but also has this artistic tone beneath all of it that makes you think all of it makes sense. And so you're just always suspended in this sense of like, is it just trash or is it actually just really pretentious and amazing? And you'll never know. Some of it is definitely amazing. Yeah, I do think Some of it, too. yeah, but trash. Yeah, so, yeah, and it, like, borderlines between trash and being amazing, like, amazing, an amazing art piece, which are two of my favourite things. Trash and art. <laughs> trashy art. Trashy, exactly, when trashy art happens, like, pop art is basically just trashy art, right? Pop art's yeah. amazing. True, like, cutouts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, pop art's when low art and high art combines. Mm. It's breaking down those barriers and what we expect art to be. Anyway, I'm not going to get philosophical on you guys, but trash is great. We're, we're definitely trash. <laughs> You're tra- we're trash, you and me. Me and Jason's friendship song is this song by Suede called Trash. Suede are also a really great band. And I feel like such a, like, a pretentious loser when I talk. I'm like, I haven't watched Game of Thrones. I haven't read Harry Potter. But, oh my god, Twin Peaks and Suede. Am I right? We have some more mail. Mail! On, on the subject of Gilmore Girls. Ashley, from the Cutaways podcast, says that she's Team Rory. If only she'd be on her own team. Yes, that's such a good point. That's a good point, yeah. Rory needs to be more independent and less boy-dependent. Yeah, yeah. And she just makes shitty decisions. So speaking of the revival, if you haven't watched the revival, I'm sorry, we're going to talk about the revival now because you've had enough time. That's right. We recorded that last year. G-A-J. I'm just going to talk about how, like, a lot of people came out of watching the revival and they're like, what is Rory doing with her life? They were very dissatisfied with her character because she's in her 30s, but she's sort of floundering and she yeah she doesn't really know what she's doing with her life and really she should have sort of some more basis but I think us watching it we expect that Rory has it all figured out because as in the same sort of boat as Rory we're all millennials trying to figure it all out and we always use Mm -hmm. Gilmore Girls as an escapism or an idealized view of our lives so because she hasn't figured it out it makes us scared about ourselves and also she's terrible tasted men She's seeing, she's seeing her boyfriend keep, keep, keeps forgetting to break up with him, even though she wants to break up with him because she keeps forgetting him, which is a very silly joke. What's his name? Paul? Paul. See, I'm that good at remembering names. I remember the name of the guy you should forget. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I forgot his name too. I think it was Paul. It was Paul. Yeah. It was Paul? Okay. Yeah. And she's seeing Logan, even though he's engaged to somebody else, which is poor form. Oh, it's romantic. Is it romantic to be having an affair with somebody? Shady. I, okay, I admit it's real shady. I'm not. This is this is actually outside of the whole Jess versus Logan thing. But it's also, shitty. It is shitty. But also, it's an arranged engagement. He doesn't want to be engaged to her. That's fine. I understand where Logan's coming from on that. But what does Rory get out of that situation? She's got her head screwed on, right? What is she getting out of that? Yeah, she's going to get screwed over. Nothing. I hear this is talk very serious. A, I hear, well, I hear this talk of a, of another Gilmore Girl series, so I'm all for it. 
We'll find out. I think they should run this franchise into the ground. I love Gilmore <laughs> Girls. No one else agrees with me, but I think I am pretty conflicted about it. I want to it. know. I want to know what happens post the end of the revival. I don't really care about Lorelai. Like Lorelai's done. Lorelai's good. Don't touch Lorelai. Like no more drama. Yeah, yeah. No one wants to see her and Luke break up. No. But, but that um, baby though. Hey. But that baby though. That baby. Yeah, yeah. I want to know what's happening with the baby. Is it? Is the Wookiee the dad? Is Paul the dad? Is Logan the dad? Is Jess sneakily the dad? Who knows? Maybe that's no, why Jess is Jess looking is... at her through the window like that. Maybe Jess is like, not the dad. Remember that one night we had together, Rory? Maybe that can grow into a bigger thing post-revival. Jess is too much of a wuss to ever make a move. <sighs> that is not true. Because in the original series, they get together because Jess makes a move. He buys her basket. This is like really like getting deep into like the Gilmore Girls like minutia here. Anyway, shall we move on? Because <laughs> I can get more into the me, basket. Let's move on. Let's move on. Before we move on, though, that comment was from Ashley from the Cutaways Podcast. I just want to give her a shout out and send her some love because I know she's been having some hard times lately. Oh, I'm sorry um, to hear that. We love you very much. Yeah, we do. I've been listening to a lot of the Cutaways recently. They're good for when you're at the gym and you want to pretend you're not at the gym. True. <laughs> just like hanging out with my girls. Yeah, it's the sleepover party. Yeah, it's great. I listened to the episode recently with one of my favourite rom-coms. You've got mail. Oh yeah, I heard that one. And they got drunk on that one, so it's kind of reminding me of what we're doing right now. <laughs> I think the first Cutaways podcast I ever heard, they were drunk. It's a special thing to have your friends there, and I was like, oh, it's going to be a bad time. But it was really fun. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Maybe that's hope for us. I feel like I'm full of shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> More listener mail. This comes from Rachel Lodds. She says, this is read the cheating episode. Oh, okay. I'm scared. She says, thank you for having these conversations. There is comfort knowing someone else shares your views. Love heart emoji. Oh, that wasn't scary. (laughs) Thank you, Rachel. And also about the cheating episode, this one comes from Dylan. Wait, no, it's Gus. Don't you mean Duncan? Jesus. This one came. <laughs> <laughs> really, do you have any idea what we're talking about? No. Because no, when, like, when, when Gus came into Layla's brunch today, she was like, hey everyone, this is Duncan. Oh, sorry, I mean Dylan. Oh no. <laughs> and Gus was like, no. <laughs> and then I came in because Jasmine texted me about it and I said, hey Dylan. And he's like, no, this is not a thing. <laughs> You're not calling me Dylan. <laughs> But it is a thing, I'm afraid. And shout out to Layla. We love you as well. <laughs> it's like that Swally episode and How I Met Your Mother. Did they write Barney's name wrong on the cup? What do they think? Swally or something? Swally. And they all start calling him Swally and it starts Swally. to drive him slowly crazy. Yeah. Yep. So Dylan. So Dylan says. No, Gus says. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Gus. Gus says. Four. Brackets. The word four in brackets. New Gorillaz songs dropped today, yet I still can't get, quote, monogamish out of my head. <laughs> Laughing, crying emoji. Monogamish. Monogamish. That's how good the last episode was. Thanks. Thank you, guys. 
All right, we have some more controversial feedback. <gasps> Go for gold. What's the controversial mail? So in the opening episode of the season, we it's talked about... It's the IRD. You haven't bothered to pay your student loan. You're so lame. That's the controversial mail song. Controversial mail song? <laughs> Donald Trump. Controversial mail... <laughs> it's like a play on words right there. Pun. <laughs> We did an episode on fuckboys. Yep. That was a good one. I like that one. It's a great episode. Emily was there and... Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Gus really likes your story from the gallery, yeah. but not that you went through that experience. No. But he thought the story was very good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Thank you, Gus. Thanks, Dylan. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> we received some feedback from V. He says... Just want to let you know that fuckboy is an AAVE term and shouldn't be used by non-black people. I had to Google a lot of stuff. AAVE? It's um, African American Vernacular. Okay. I don't remember what the E stands for. But it means like African American language or slang. Yeah. She says, I, I understand the type of guy you're trying to portray, but fuckboy isn't the name you should be using to describe him. What well, should it be used? I don't know if there's a coined term other than that. Mm. What, that was a conversation Jasmine and I had. It was like, what about womanizer? And then, did, what did you say? You said that cut doesn't really kind of get to the heart of what we're trying no, to explain. No, it doesn't. Mm. Womanizer, I feel, is a different type of guy. Or anyone who's into women. He wears a suit. A womanizer is a bit more... <laughs> a bit more smooth. A seducer. Yes. Rather than a shock value... Yes. Being kind of vulgar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we were linked to an article from Jezebel.com saying that the definition of fuckboy is not what bad trend pieces are telling you. So the definition of fuckboy that is apparently from a Cameron song is a oh, is hip-hop it? artist. You've done your background research. Smashing it. Basically a fuckboy is it's an insult or put down for a man that is deemed to be not masculine enough. And I guess the conclusion to that is that because they're not masculine enough, they should just be fucked by like a woman. Is that what it means? Is that what you looked up and found? I can't... I thought the article... Well, what I said to you that the article said it was just an insult like bitch. Like, I, I suppose bitch has a lot of connotations. Mm. But it was saying that it's kind of an insult that doesn't really mean much it's just insulting. That word must have come from a meaning. And I think that's, that's part of the conclusion that it came from, is that you're not man enough to be a man, so therefore I should fuck you. Can we, can we just bear with me and can we bring up the Jezebel article? Mm-hmm. Can, was there some shade thrown about Jezebel, by the way, just then? How do you feel about Jezebel? I feel like Jezebel is a sometimes problematic website i found yeah i've heard that it has a bit of a reputation but i'm not internet savvy enough to know quite the context of that but i believe uh, jezebel is a gawker website gawker yeah and gawker i've heard of that and is that part of the controversy yeah gawker are pretty disliked in the sort of blog world why is that why? you don't mind me asking you they have some questionable journalistic Qualities. Oh. Now, what's interesting <laughs> is that Jezebel had this article about how you shouldn't use fuckboy because it doesn't mean that. 
but they have other articles with fuckboy in this in the subject line, which I'm finding in their shitty search. Oh, about the other fuck boy. <laughs> oh shit! This is the Cielo moment, like with your riffing it and reversing it. What's that? How does that song go? You know, I actually learned something recently about that Missy Elliott song. You've heard all the Snapchat yeah. on. Yeah. You know that bit where she's like, like you can't even make out what she's saying. Oh yeah. But there's a bit where she kind of, like, says gibberish. Yeah. She's rapping backwards because she's flipped it and reversed it. Oh my gosh! Mind blowing! Mind blowing! Isn't that such a great song? Yeah. Damn. So when she goes, um, there, 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 is that? That's it. I flip it and reverse it backwards. Because she's flipped and reversed it. Reverse. Error. It's amazing. <laughs> it's a ver. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's a ver. Okay, so in August 2015, <laughs> Jezebel made this article called The Definition of Fuckboy is Not What Bad Trend Pieces Are Telling You. <laughs> Admit your bias. Fuckboy is a term that most people agree was first introduced publicly by the rapper Cameron and later became of the larger hip-hop lexicon. To call someone a fuckboy is to insult them. It falls into a similar category of terms like bitch-ass or scrub. A fuckboy is a man who is lame, who sucks, who ain't shit. Insults don't need to have some deeper meaning. They're meant to cut someone down quickly and decisively. It's precisely because they are so uncom- uncomplicated, they are so difficult to respond to. So, but from that, it's essentially saying it's just an insult. There's no background meaning or connotation. But I think bitch ass would definitely have a connotation. Right, so then they say, in its original context, the word was used to insult a man for lack of traditional masculinity. Oh, okay. Yep, all right. They I are agree a person who is a weak ass pussy. To be frank, there's a bit of an irony there, because pussies ain't weak. You know? They <laughs> like our last episode. Pussies lift weights. weights. They do. <laughs> That's so strong. Okay, the the article then goes on to basically tell white people off for using this word when they shouldn't be using it, because they should be using the the black definition. Do they provide... Oh, okay. So we should people, be using the original definition. Because white people came with a different definition for it. Like some kind of homonym. Oh, what I'm is it? Mean. No. <laughs> what is a homonym? A homonym is a word that is said the same way, spelt the same way, but has a different meaning. Jess, I'm learning things. Homonym. I've never heard that before. Oh dear, we're going to go back to... So then... Homonym. In December... Homonym. Homonym. You guys are going to be loving this when I'm actually putting it in the episode. In December 2015. <laughs> That's so to get drunk and then make a podcast. Yours. It's a bad idea. My main problem with this is that if you need to use the original definition, mm-hmm. that is an incredibly offensive definition. A guy can be as masculine or feminine as he likes, and that's fine. 
You don't need to insult them for it. And that's not a definition that I want to promote. I agree with you. However, I think I can understand why the critique was made. And I take it humbly and it, you know, gives me humility and it makes me realise. Because what really embarrassed me when it was first introduced to me that I didn't actually know the original definition. I only knew the white person definition. And it made me feel thoroughly white and privileged. And I felt very bad for taking language out of another, you know, racist vernacular without any recognition of where it its origins or understanding of what the original meaning meant. Because I was ignorant. Yeah, and that's fair. From my perspective, I I know I exist on the internet and I can educate myself. And I have, you know, ever since I was young, been introduced to the black civil rights movement and the types of oppression black people in the States face every single day. I'm aware of it all the time. Black Lives Matter. I'm 100% behind that. But I think in our context, I don't know this stuff. I've never heard an African-American person say, fuck boy, in front of no. me. I've never, I've hardly ever met African-American people. And not because I'm racist and not because I'm isolating myself, but because we live in New Zealand. Yeah, and that's worth pointing out. We do not have an African-American culture in New Zealand. So these things are completely out of their context when yeah. we say them here. If a word comes to us, we just attach to it with whatever definition comes with it. And so we go with them. Yeah, but the only information we get is filtered through the internet. And that's a problem too. We should be aware of these things. When I hear people say discriminatory things to black culture here in New Zealand, I say, one, that's awful and it's racist. And two, it doesn't make any sense. Like, we have our own race issues here. You yeah. don't need to play in like the race issue chess that's going on in the States when you've got your very own real racist problems very here. racism, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't even mean anything here. Mm, that's true. So we've got a little bit more feedback on this issue. Dennis said that one migrated pretty fast. Like, it wasn't only black for long enough for it to be exclusively black. Interesting perspective. And Brandy says that she thought, finally, someone is saying a definition I, I understand, because I never quite understood it before. Except this doesn't seem quite like what I thought it was. I do know that the way I've heard it used means a guy who is, like, degraded. Okay. I've never been introduced to that before. I don't think that... I think that it's passed through so many different filters before it reached us that I didn't even know of the original meaning. Yeah, I feel like Fuckboy came to us through the rise of Tinder. Yes, yeah. Because it more relevant. People like swiping through fuckboys constantly and getting hit on through there. And it's more relevant to our context as well. I just, I don't think the original meaning would ever come up in our context. No. I take, you know what? I accept the tweak, as you say, though. We had that episode, Accept the Tweak. Yeah. And it's come full circle. And I have been, you know, something I've done is wrong and I've been pulled up on it. And I'm willing to say I am always open to that sort of feedback. I'm always trying to better myself and recognize my privilege. But it's a hard thing to do. Because there's just so much yeah. we can get wrong, right? I can get behind it being about a guy who's lame. But I'd never use it that way either. My, they don't call him a weak pussy. Yeah. I just think I won't be using it, if that's the case. Because, yeah, that second meaning was useful to me. Now that I don't have a word for it, that's fine. And, you know, that gives us an opportunity to coin a term. I personally suggest daft cunt. That was, that's, I, that's what I thought would be good. Like, that well, guy's a real cunt. daft cunt. Because saying the word cunt is amazing. Cunt is an amazing swear word. Yeah, it's also a great compliment. Good cunt. (laughs) 
<laughs> and that's our context, right? Yeah. And if we see that in the States, for example, I'm just trying to say the language we use here is different from the language they use overseas. Yeah. If we were to say, oh, you're a good cunt in the States, everybody would be shocked from what I understand. Yeah. So they mean about Australia. In Australia, your mates are cunts and cunts are mates. True. And I love that fluid understanding of the word cunt. And I like also that we're saying, essentially saying that means vulva. Well, yeah. that's the that's the meaning we've given to it in the modern day. All the time. People should be saying words that relate to vulvas all the time. Why? Because people want to pretend that vulvas don't exist. And that they're dirty, nasty things that we shouldn't talk about. And that's why cunt is such a bad word. Because people don't want to think or hear about vulvas. That's what I think. Well, my sexy would even know about like, the different anatomy of the labia is that it come in different shapes and sizes. And so only until now I realise a labia is a labia. There's a vagina is a vagina, you know. Yes. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. The fact that we say vagina to mean vulva doesn't make any sense. No. That refers to one canal. The entire genital is actually called the vulva. That's because we want to be all hush-hush about that. And so that's why I think we should say cunt. All the time, every day, not necessarily at work, sits a bit unprofessional, just as I wouldn't say fuck at work. I say fuck at work. Hey? I'm a terrible swear. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm like, at work, I try not to swear, but as soon as I leave the work doors, even if I'm with my coworkers, oh, fuck this, fuck that. And my coworker said the other day, Ellen never swears. And it's like, no, up there I don't swear. Up there I'm a different person in my office. Down here, fuck cunt, fucking shit, motherfucker, cunt, burgers. Burgers? Whoa, jeez. Ellen, wash your mouth with those burgers. Cunt burgers. Cunt burgers. Cunt burgers. Yeah, I don't swear at work very often, but when I do, it's for the perfect effect. I'll be like, this is the technical term, it's fat. (laughs) Anyway, I respect that you have a different opinion on fat boy from me. I think that your points are very valid that we shouldn't be putting a man down for being effeminate. We should be celebrating that man. That's right. Celebrate those fuck boys. <laughs> Come on. Now I'm so confused. Can we just not? I don't know what this means anymore. It's like I'm in an art exhibition and I'm like, I've never thought of it that way before. Yeah, that celebrate fuck boys because they're effeminate men. Yeah. Oh, how interesting. I, for one, love effeminate men, you know. I just want to say for every effeminate man out there, there'll be a woman like me that appreciates the man that can be in touch with his feminine side. I don't need you to be tall. I don't. I like it if you're short. I like it if you're sensitive. I like it if you're into weird girly stuff. Keep doing you. Yeah. Shout out to the male femmes. <laughs> Shout out to male femmes. <laughs> what other male do you have? Oh, she has all the, the males. All the males. Georgia said when she got her laser eye surgery and she couldn't see anything and she could only listen to things, our podcast really helped her through that time. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> and she said she liked the Definitely Maybe episode because she likes episodes in which she can just like tune out and hear people's opinions on stuff that she's already engaged in. Does that make sense? It does make sense. How do you, and it's really nice. I like podcasts like that too. That's why I like the Cutaways podcast. I love the Cutaways podcast. I can't wait for them to come back. They're on a hiatus at the moment. But you should check out all the back episodes. Especially if you love rom-coms. If you don't love rom-coms, what's wrong with you? I don't like rom-coms. <laughs> what's wrong with you? Did we have that conversation on Facebook? We did. We did. And I've had a few wines, so now I'm like ready to rip into you. 
Okay. No, in a friendly <laughs> way. In a good way. I feel I've never actually listened to the Jess versus Logan episode. Am I too mean to you, Jaslyn? I feel like I got too mean. I feel like we got mean to each other and I want to hug now. Oh, that's hard. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. can like Logan. Oh, you can like Jess. This is, this is how we can like respect each other's differences and not start wars. It's okay that she likes Logan. It's fine. It's a preference. But if she liked Earl Grey tea, gross. <laughs> English breakfast all the way. <laughs> Lady Grey's disgusting. I don't like Lady Grey. Lady, I don't mind Lady Grey, but you know. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. It's very flowery. It is. Yeah. So. Speaking of Jess, we got some feedback from Jess. Jess. Is it Jess from Gilmore Girls? The actor? Is the character like. It is not Jess from Gilmore Girls. <laughs> but there's a badass Wellington Jess. She says she listened to the episode of Park Rotations about cheating. And she says that we talked about the Duke of Burgundy, which is such an intense movie. And it was a really good discussion. So big thumbs up. Thank you, Jess. Woo! If you'd like to send us more email, the address again is coming up in a few seconds from Kathy Allen. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend. If you have any comments or questions, please send an email to highexpectationspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a comment on a post. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at High Expectations Podcast or on Twitter at High EX Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Pocket Casts, Podcast Addict or wherever you enjoy podcasts. Have a great week. One, two, three. Do you you want to go for dinner with me? We could have fries. We could have chicken. We could have pizza, but nothing else we're missing.